This is Hot Takes and Beer Breaks, where we have some hot takes, but more beer breaks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. This is the podcast where we have some hot takes, but more beer breaks. I'm joined, as always, by Justin and Jason. How are you guys doing today? Hello. I'm, I'm good. Doing good. Good doing all right. Big things. I'm thriving. All our listeners can follow us on... Uh, they can listen to us on any pat- podcast platform. They can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, all at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. So, if... Uh, yeah. Seem a little distracted yeah. over there, John. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, I know. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Somebody doing laundry? No. Someone not say the studio is closed. I told the studio was <laughs> did closed. Not, and, did you uh, not put the red light on that you're recording? I put ah. I put the red light on and rookie move. They don't listen to me at all. To all our listeners, John is flustered. Flustered. It is day seven hundred and three without haircuts. <laughs> so I'm getting rough. I have to wait until June. To get a haircut, Oof. so this is gonna be rough. Well, it's looking rough. This week, we're gonna talk about the Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, the ten-part series that came out on ESPN. We all watched it. I think we all enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy it? Thoroughly, very thoroughly. Yeah. Very, actually. I'm surprised on how much I actually liked it. <laughs> yeah, Justin, you're not the biggest sports fan out of. The I am of the us. hugest sports fan. You're the hugest sports fan. So well, to be honest, I know more players from when Jordan played than what, to who played today. So okay, if anything, it made bore fair. me. All right. So we're going to talk about the last dance, give our surprise reactions. So spoilers, if you haven't watched it, if you don't really care, you just want to know what we think about it, go ahead and listen. I'm not going to you know, fault you guys for that. But spoilers ahead for the last dance. I mean, there's and then, not really many spoilers. You go yeah. Spoil I mean, that they won six championships. That's common. Whoa. Whoa. Calm down. <laughs> I'm only on season five. I don't know what's happening. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Let's get into it. What were some of the biggest takeaways you took from the series? Like, would you, what, what made you like, what surprised you? What was, I don't know, shocking, I guess. What definitely surprised me. I feel like, I think we talked about it before was, I don't want to say pettiness of Jordan, but like, that's the only word I can really use. Like, if it wasn't Michael Jordan, it would be entirely pettiness. Yeah, like I, when the Bulls drafted uh, Tony Kukoc, and yeah, him, you know, he was overseas, and, and the GM was like big on him, big on him, like they loved him, talked him up, and so when they went to Croatia or they went to the Olympics, Jordan and uh, Pippen, a part of the '92 Dream Team, fantastic team, they were like, "No, nah, 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 he's ours. We're gonna embarrass the shit out of him." Yeah, and they did yeah, that the was, first game, and it was bad. That that was petty. Yeah, but just like all throughout, when somebody, um, oh fuck, who else was it? There was another player when they said like, oh, like good game, Mike, and like as a joker, like sarcastically because he played terrible. The next game, he went out and dropped like fifty on him, just because he's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, I can do whatever I, th- I want. <laughs> part of me, part of me thinks Jordan kind of has like a like an ability to lie to himself, you know what I mean? Like, or exaggerate certain things like, uh, like the, we all know the story about Jordan getting cut, cut from the uh, basketball team in high school, but really he would, he just wasn't a varsity player. He was JV. And obviously that well, made him work hard. They didn't even say JV. They said he just didn't make the varsity team as a s- sophomore. 
Yeah, but wasn't the story the story was growing up that he was cut from the basketball team yeah, and had to try out again? Team. I mean, he still could have been cut his freshman yeah. year. Yeah, but yeah, but he played basketball in high school. Like he was just on the JV team until his junior year, right? Or high school I, senior year? I I don't know. Just just the way Jordan made it seem is I got cut, I got disrespected. Whoa, I, was good, I, don't, I, got, I don't. I don't think, think Jordan that made up that him. thing. I think it was a lot of like around him that it got over exaggerated. Yeah, but I over mean, the course of what 30 years 30 40 years now we're looking at holy shit that was a long time ago the what sounds I mean, more impressive when you have the underdog yeah but what i mean is i think he he looks for certain things to motivate him and he might exaggerate certain things to kind of make himself better you know what i mean so when a player kind of talks trash or maybe maybe doesn't say anything that's super super negative but he'll take it the extra mile because you know he's a great player and he needs something to give him the, that kind of edge to you know go out there and kill his uh his enemies No? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Well, also the story about the pizza. So the that came out. That was one of the final episodes was they were talking about the uh, the flu game. The famous Jordan flu game was actually Where was that again? Where were they playing? Uh, Utah. They were. Yeah, they were in Utah. They were, they were Utah. playing the Jazz. And that was the finals, right? That was the it was game five or four. Game five. Game five in Utah, right? Yeah. So Jordan came out on the documentary. So normally every the, the story we've been going on the whole time is we thought he had the flu, and that was what it was reported on back in the day. Jordan comes out in the documentary, says no, I think it was food poisoning, says claims there was like five guys that delivered a pizza and that he ate the pizza all by himself and he got sick. He had food poisoning. And now the person who delivered the pizza is claiming that, no, I made the pizza myself. He had money on the game, was betting for the Bulls, is actually a huge Jordan fan. So claims, so kind of says that story. Now, I don't know who to believe. I'm not saying that Jordan's a liar. It's just something someone who poisoned a pizza would say. Exactly. But well, I mean, it, it's... it also came out because... The reason I say this is Pat McAfee talked about it, I think yesterday or earlier in the week, I just happened yes, to see a clip yeah. of it. And he was like, yeah, like, is this guy like telling the truth or like, is he like covering his ass? Cause like, he's probably told this story all the time. Oh yeah. You know, I delivered pizza to Jordan that night, like this whole big thing. And then it comes out food poisoning. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had nothing to do with that. Like that wasn't me. Like I didn't poison the pizza. I swear. I promise. Like, was he just trying to cover his ass? I mean, it's it's well noted when you're in the visitor team like city, you don't order food from those places. Like the if you're the visiting team, they'll do anything to try and win. Yeah, but so he I, I have a tendency order it. I don't think Michael Jordan's calling up himself when he had his trainer and all his buddies in there. Here's the problem I have with that. I think back then you're a diehard fan. You know where the visiting team is playing, and at one a.m. you get a call in for a large pizza and you get there i think i don't think it's a stretch to take a guess that the chicago bulls someone on the chicago bulls is ordering a pizza you know what i mean like it may not be michael jordan and they it might have just been a happy coincidence to the person if they did you know poison the food turns out they're just spitting on every pizza that went to some hotel in the city (laughs) mass epidemic of food poisoning well, I'm sure they knew, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like it's the Marriott here in this city. They're staying. And then they get a call and they're like, this is probably a, a Chicago Bulls player ordering this food. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, maybe it didn't happen. Maybe Jordan just happened to have food poisoning, you know, or he just yeah, happened I mean, to be sick. It could happen. Could have been. I, mean, I feel some... sick every time I get a pizza outside of the New York, New Haven area. <laughs> it's well, garbage. Some... 
Some people yeah. suggested uh, hungover that he was hungover. He was drinking the whole time. I don't know about that. That you know, that's a completely yeah, outlandish know. conspiracy theory. But you know, that's also, I guess, possible. But maybe he just exaggerated the situation. Maybe a guy just delivered a pizza and he said there's five guys and they tried to poison me and it it motivated him to play better. I don't know. That's what I. That's what I felt like. Is Michael Jordan always looks like for the edge? You know what I mean to, to feel that he got slighted. You know he didn't get the MVP that year, so he wanted to go out and beat him. You know Horace Grant was playing on the other team, so he wanted to beat them. You know, anything like that. Just imagine um, though, Horace if Grant Michael Jordan wasn't the, Michael Jordan. Horace Grant did not play for the Jazz, John. No, I didn't. I didn't say jazz. I was saying like one of the, the reasons he was playing for the Magic at the time. So he was yeah. playing for the other team, and he wanted to go out and kill the Magic in that playoff series. Oh, okay, I thought you were still referring to that. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say the Utah Jazz. I'm sorry if it meant that way, but I meant just those instances where he's talking about his motivation for yeah. taking on another. You know, I mean, every everybody has that. Like they always have subtle nuances, like subtle nods, like to the competitiveness. That okay, you know what? Yeah, like fuck this guy. Like, I'm I mean, every single better than him. Like every athlete has yeah, that. Jordan's on some other yeah, level. Jordan's on a yeah. ridiculous level. Yeah, exactly. I think there's very few athletes that are out there that you would say have that kind of competitive advantage where it yeah. seems like they get into another mode and they but just take he's over. Straight up a killer. Like, yeah. If if the sport was like UFC, he would literally murder people. <laughs> he might. I mean, he like, he definitely he looked no like remorse. he was going out there, but he also seems like. He got along with a lot of the players, and every single player really respected the ones him. Ones that were good and did what he needed them to do. Now, Justin, did you know about the Bad Boy Pistons? I'm curious. Did you know about like what was going I on knew, at that time? I knew it was like rougher back in the day. But did you know? I about vaguely the, remember something about the Pistons. You you vaguely remember? Now, yeah. Jason, do you think that Isaiah Thomas got left off the dream team? because of just Michael Jordan or what do you think happened back then? Cause that was kind of something that I guess, I mean, I feel like, it had I mean, we all knew a lot, a lot of things like, yeah, he's a very good basketball player. That's why he's in the hall of fame. But mm-hmm. I mean, they even brought to like the continuity continuity and like chemistry okay. of the team. Like that's really important, especially for guys that basically don't play together all year round. Like they just play against each other. Like that's a very hey, important factor to have. with everyone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, like it wasn't just he just like him and Jordan just didn't get along. No, it was like him and Jordan, yeah. like and like Bird and like Magic. Like there was a lot like going between all the players, not just one. I think that was the surprising thing is because for years we always thought Michael was the reason why Isaiah Thomas wasn't on Dream Team. But when it came out in the documentary that no Magic and Larry Bird also hated him, and that they were the also yeah. they they also contributed for the reason Isaiah Thomas was left off. Potentially. Then it's just you know if you don't want to play with that guy. Like the USA Dream Team's obviously going you know, to go out there and kill everyone anyway. It doesn't. You didn't need Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, they they were going to be unstoppable regardless. Yeah, and if you're having a good time, the why the Dream Team? That's what I want to know. Yeah, if there's any chance of trouble, why even bother? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I I wish they kind of went more into the Dream Team because that seems like a fun like situation. But they also cover that in other documentary series Not called the Dream Dance called the that's dream. true yeah, that's the last and i mean it's not dance. like they snubbed him for like a lesser guard of any sorts because the other four guards on the team are probably top three in their position yeah so Magic Johnson, 
a very great point guard. John Stockton, yeah, Matt. another very great point guard. Uh, Jordan and Clyde Drexler. I know all those players. <laughs> <laughs> well, that era was great. It was a great era of basketball. Yeah, it was just mm. fun basketball. There was... Um, do you guys think Jordan would have been a great baseball player if he kept with it? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he had Terry Francona. Yeah, Terry. Manager. And, and even Terry said, said towards the end of the year he started to get it. Like he yeah. batted over two hundred, which shocked a lot of people and drove in maybe I think he said like what, fifty, sixty runs, something like that? I think it was fifty. They said but he was one of the only rookies to ever do that, I think, right? Yeah. It was no I mean, one had really come in. The man was out of baseball. And it for blew like my six mind years, that and they just the reason he jumped right into like triple A or was it double A or triple A? Double. Double A instead of going to like was it single A? Yeah, they normally go rookie ball or like single A, low yeah. A, like shit like that. Which he probably would have had a faster progression if he did that. But they're like, yeah, our stadiums can't handle people yeah. going to see Michael Jordan play yeah. single no, A ball. They had no media presence. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, and so it's I'm also... With like Tebow now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every t- the, when he was in double A, the Mets sold out every double A game. When he's in triple A... They've sold out every AAA game because people come to watch him play. Because it's, I, I don't know, it's yeah. over. I mean, he's no Michael Jordan, but like, it's still yeah. weird. It's still a name. Yeah, and he has Jesus. That too. Well, also, like baseball players, kind of take years to develop before they really are ready for the pros. So, yeah, most yeah. of them. You know, probably would have. He probably definitely would have made it to the pros at least. Yeah. Whether or not he would have been a great baseball player or even a good baseball player, I think he would have at least played in the MLB. It definitely would have been interesting if there was no strike in 94 to see him just play baseball and not go back to basketball and see how different mm. the end of the 90s were for basketball. Yeah, for sure. The Knicks might have a championship. That, I mean, that's... <laughs> no, no. Oh, wait, no, this is when they were good. This is when they were really good. <laughs> like... They they would have probably had one. The Suns could have gotten one. The Jazz, the uh, Blazers, like there were so many very good teams there that the Bulls just ran through. Well, that's that's one of the arguments for Jordan being the greatest basketball player of all time is he played in an era where there's so many great basketball players and he kept so many players from getting a ring. You know, Charles Barkley, pa- Patrick Ewing, uh, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Clyde Drexler. Carl, yeah, exactly. There's so many people that don't have rings. Wait, what team was Patrick Ewing on? The Knicks. Just want to bring that up. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, that was a good Reggie Miller. Too. Does Reggie really? Miller have a ring? He has a ring, right? I don't think so. Let me double check. No, I don't believe he does. I think if he did get talking. it, like I, if if yeah, sorry, I was waiting for you for some reason, but yeah, it's. I think that also adds to Michael Jordan's lore. You know what I mean? Is he he won three in a row, which at that time had never happened before. No, it had never happened before. Twice. Who? The Lakers. Lakers. And the... I I want to say the Celtics. Oh, the Celtics? could be wrong. It could have been the Pistons. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, no, because he was saying Magic and Bird never won three in a row. They They only won two. And Isaiah, the bad boy Pistons, only won two. So he was the first one out of those guys to get three in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I think he was yeah, saying. So and then um, the Lakers won three when they were in Minneapolis in '52. Oh, uh, okay, so yeah, and I think the Celtics did it right with Bill Russell. Uh, yeah, the Celtics won like seventeen in a row. 
<laughs> in the sixties. Yeah, because Bill's got eleven rings, I think. I thought he had fifteen. Nah, I think it's eleven. Oh, did you say Phil or Bill? eleven is the most? Bill, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. I thought he had like fifteen. I thought it was some absurd number. It, I don't know if it's fifteen. I think it's eleven. But uh, you, you 11, might be right. I'm not sure. I'm looking at it right now. But I don't know. That's such yeah, a. He, he I think eleven. It, but I think that adds to his lore is, you know, he won three, took a break, and then came back and won three more. And oh, so I think a lot of people kind of go, what would have happened if he just stuck around? I, you know, back they could have gotten wait, killed. Wait, but Back to Bill Russell. He has mm-hmm. 11 as a player and two as a coach. Yeah, he was the coach of he the Celtics, right? He was a player right? coach the last two years. <laughs> if I'm reading Wikipedia right, which I mean, it's Wikipedia, so who knows? Well, there's another the Lakers vs Celtics documentary series. The Thirty for Thirty touches on that, and it's really good about the how they hated each other. And Bill Russell basically coached himself, so then he became the coach. I think during Larry Bird's time, right? No, it wasn't Larry Bird's time. I mean, he could have been, but he didn't win a championship. He didn't win a championship at the then. time. Okay, yeah, his only two coaching championships were '68 and '69, where he also won championships as a player which is well, very strange what do you what do you think about jordan and his mystique around basketball because obviously he was an incredible basketball player once he came in but <clears throat> like he he was so much more than that you know he was bigger than the sport he raised the popularity of the nba what did you guys think of that yeah he really uh, yeah. made the nba yeah. kind of what it was Kind of what like it was. What it is now, basically. Well, had you know, made the shoes the most popular shoes on the planet. Still need to get Jordan. Yeah. Every once in a while. Whoever that uh that tennis agent was that uh, was like, hey, we're gonna treat you like a tennis player and oh, advertise yeah. you like that. And it's like first thing, shoes. And it's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Jordan's That's probably a, like, yeah, whatever. Not even Fine. like That's... the shoes, just like what it did to the NBA <clears> game in general. Like, it made it mm. so big and, like, so worldwide. Like, it expanded to so many more countries when he was, yeah. by the time he was done. Well, that's probably another thing we need to talk about, or another documentary we need to have is the Nike and kind of the Grove Nike. Because at the time, I think Reebok was the number one American well, shoe company. Converse was the shoe Con- of... Yeah, Converse, or was, it Converse, Converse? was the shoe of the NBA. They were, Yeah, they were the official shoe. Which and now they're wild. owned by Nike. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Converse is owned by Nike now. They're a, like a subdivision. Huh. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Jordan wanted Adidas. Yeah, yeah, because didn't only, they? They also ran the superstars back then. He only went to Nike because his mom told him to take to just to go and listen to what they had to say. Well, based on that, he should listen to whatever that woman says ever. Yeah, <laughs> I think he does. He should. What do you think of? What do you think of the Jordan when uh, his father passed away? One of the saddest moments of the documentary yeah, series when they talked on that. I mean, there's no yes, no, it was sad. It was yeah, it was sad. I had I had heard I the theory that Jordan owed gambling debts oh, yeah, before. Gambling, yeah, that's fucking. But I'm glad they shut it down in the documentary and said there's no validity to this. There's no evidence well, of that it just, it just was a freak accident. Just like what yeah. you said, like his whole. And to be honest, thing. if Jordan needed money, he could get the money for a bet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any validity in that. He, you know, he's never strapping for cash. Yeah. Well, that goes along with the him playing baseball. They're like, oh, was it a secret eighteen month suspension for gambling? 
They're like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think they would ever get rid of their star player for that. Yeah, during I think the at that time they were making way too much. Yeah, three championships to be like, yeah, we're gonna suspend him for eighteen months. Yeah, he can go fuck himself. Like, no, that's terrible. It's hurting. That hurts the game. <laughs> no, yeah, they they wanted Michael Jordan. They they needed him. You know, yeah. I, I think they would have swept it under the rug if anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, they did, did you guys? Before. Did you guys get some? Uh... Throughout the entire like documentary, did you get some Rocky vibes? What do you mean? Kind of. So he started out as the rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't win for a while. Then when he finally got it, he was on top, and he stayed on top for a while. And then cl- then he did his thing in- with baseball, then came back for the end of the season, and then had some clubber Lang action and got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, and, and then, then he came had to back. rebuild his whole personality, his body, and everything, and come back even stronger. Yeah. Do you want to take it one step further? Go. Both Rocky and him take a. This doesn't get touched touched on in the documentary, but both Rocky and him retire and then come back when they're way too old. And Magic or Michael plays with for the Wizards and doesn't win, and Rocky fights that other guy when he's like sixty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rocky Balboa. I mean, you completely ignore the fact that Michael Jordan played against a Russian guy and t- the Russian guy killed his friend. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to make parallels. It makes good movie, John. Come on. I thought for a second he was telling the truth. I was like, wow, <laughs> that is really parallel. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. No, Maybe but yeah, no. he has his, his start as an amateur, or not an amateur, his, his early yeah, pro his years trying to prove himself. First couple of years. And the drop. Then he built himself back up stronger than ever. Yeah, definitely. I think it's one thing that doesn't get touched on is we think of, especially now, we kind of build up Michael Jordan's legacy and go, oh, Michael won on his own. You know, because we talk about super teams nowadays in the NBA, but mm-hmm. we forget that Michael won when Scottie Pippen really showed up. You know, Scottie was his perfect, you know, Robin to his Batman and he had a bunch of really great you know he had Horace Grant uh, early in his career so he had a bunch of really good players to help him out Steve Kerr mm-hmm. so and I, I, I'm glad they kind of touched on that in the documentary yeah I mean the starting five of those first three championships very well could all be in the Hall of Fame with John yeah. Paxson Jordan uh, Pippen Horace Grant, and then I think the big man was either Oakley or Bill Cartwright, which I don't, they might not be. It was Cartwright. He was there, I think, the whole time. Well, they traded Oakley, but that might have been earlier. And then the second five. I think they traded Oakley before they won, because didn't he go to the... Yeah, he's on the Knicks. (laughs) He went on to the Knicks after that, right? Why? Yeah. Uh, It's New York. But I thought they had Ewing. Yeah, they play different positions. Ewing's a center. Oh, Oakley okay. was the um I thought he was a big man. Power forward. Yeah, they're both big men. Oh. Or vice versa. Oakley was a center and Ewing was a power forward or other way around. I don't remember. But yes. one thing this documentary also did was shed light on just how great of a person Dennis Rodman is. Yeah, yeah. he he really is a really good person. I think he gets a bad rap it, for what yeah, he does. He's just like this wild, outrageous character, but like, no, nah, this man was just living the dream, like living his. Dude was dream. just literally a hippie. Yeah. And Do you like, think we people should people accepted that, which was great? Like Phil Jackson completely accepted it. Like they vibed together over the Native American stuff. Like Jordan yeah. knew, like, do whatever you want. Like, chill off the court. You on the court? He knew he was focused. Like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the media today would never let Dennis Rodman get oh, away with that. God, they would kill no. him. Do you think that should be a lesson to be learned to let players kind of relax as long as they show up on game day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does it matter? Leave in the middle of a playoff series to go shoot a promo for NWO and WWE with Hulk Hogan? Yeah, hell yeah. Wild. That was I, crazy. I started laughing during that. That was my favorite. <laughs> he just took off. Well, yeah. I mean, that was... And then when I mean, after uh, Piffin came back from his injury, when Rodman was being all like clean cut, like straightforward guy, he just goes, "Yo, I need a vacation. Give me two days in Vegas, or give me a day in Vegas, and spends like four days there." Yeah, it was with Carmen Electra. Jordan yeah. barges in and is like, and then Carmen Electra is laying in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dennis Rodman dated back in the day. There was a bunch of high level celebrities he was dating. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, Dennis, Dennis Rodman's like the ideal basketball player for me. I guess so. Fantastic. You just play defense and get rebounds. You don't care about I, anything else. I just, you know, that makes me think that players should be, you know, let to relax and do what they got to do. You know, if if they do it, you know, if they show up on game day, who cares what they're doing off the field? I yeah. guess as long as it's not, you as long know, as it's not like like destructive criminally. Like, yeah, criminally, yeah. As long as it's just like going to Vegas, like what does it matter? You know, like a lot of people kill Odell for the boat trip before the playoff game, and if he showed up for the playoff game, I think a lot of people would have forgiven it. But yeah, it would have been a different scenario. Did he I show mean, up for the playoff game? He didn't show up for the playoff game. He dropped a few. Well, well, he he showed up, like he was physically there. Oh no, he was there. No, yeah. I know, but did he show up? No. Nah. But there was, I mean, in his defense, there was some passes that were just kind of out of his reach, and everyone was like, "Oh, if he didn't go on the boat trip, he would have made that." And yeah, you, you don't know that store stuff, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? Another thing to kind of talk about, I think, is: Do you feel bad for the general manager, or do you hate the general manager, Jerry Krause? He needed to be what he was. He needed to be the villain, and he needed to be yeah. a businessman in that situation. Jason, what do you I, think? I think that's you... a fair, fair point to make. But I mean, he's still like he. They probably could have won another championship in '99. I feel really bad, really bad for him because I think he doesn't get enough credit because he was kind of made out to be the villain from day one. You know, it was shown that yeah. like he wants to break up, he wants to fire Phil Jackson and move on. And that's kind of the theme of the documentary series. And you kind of see, you know, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen making fun of this guy for his physical appearance for everything. Now, I don't know what the guy did. Maybe he did something incredibly terrible behind the scenes. He said some things. I don't I don't know how he was, but just the way it seemed, it seemed like it just seemed very cruel. And I, I would hate to be in that position where, you know, I'm the general manager. I assemble this team. And I can't get rid of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen because they're winning me championships, but they're just verbally abusing me every single day I'm in. You know, I go to work. That's that's a pretty tough work environment to be in. Well, even uh, Scottie at the end, the last episode, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, we, he, as much as we didn't like him, he was still the guy that like brought us all together. So yeah, I yeah, think the recognition. And the you know, and well, maybe that's the pr- credit he deserved, but. That's the problem with general managers and front office people is they can be good and bad. They make the right calls some of the time, the bad calls. Some, you know, the, he knew to bring in Scotty. He knew to bring in Dennis Rodman. And 
whatever for whatever fault Scotty and Michael want to blame him for getting the uh, Croatian guy, that was a good pickup that helped him yeah, win a, games in the end. He's a very good basketball player. Yeah, he's a very good basketball player. So he, he certainly had an eye for talent, and maybe he wanted to break up the team too early, but definitely. Yeah, I, I think he probably handled it poorly at the end. But I don't know if that's maybe because of all the verbal abuse. Maybe he was just sick and tired of it. And he said, this is my window of opportunity to move on. I, I, I couldn't say. But I mean, better to go off on top. Yeah, I think I think that's the perfect way for Michael to go out, you know, with that shot. And then come back later. I mean, he went he went with the yeah. Wizards and no one counts the Wizard time. You know what I mean? It's not like he came back to the Bulls. Yeah, that's true. He knew better the Bulls. Were <laughs> He's true. like somebody who walked into a restaurant. I was like. Yeah, this food's I, uh, but I'm gonna buy the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently the reason he played for the Wizards was he because he owned the Wizards, right? Or he was a partial owner. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. He, he still owns it, right? Have... No, he owns the uh, Hornets. Yeah, he owns the Hornets uh, now. Hornets. But but he owned the team, and I guess he he went to a practice with them, scraped them, said, "Oh, I can still play," and came back. <laughs> That's such a move. Because <laughs> apparently he was trying to help them, and it was just like, oh, you guys are bums, and came back to play. So, you know, there's... Only Jordan. Yeah, only Jordan. I mean, there was, he, and he said in his retirement speech, don't be surprised if I come back at 50. So when he was around his 50, when he was around 50, that was around when LeBron was in Miami. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of talk, like, maybe he can come back and help the Miami uh, Heat win a championship and be like a role player. What if he but did? That would have been crazy. Could you imagine if that happened? Ugh. I mean, you would have had D. Wade, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Ray Allen. Well, John, you were correct. What's that? He was a part owner and president of basketball operations for the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Thanks, man. I listen. Wow. It's very impressive. Yeah. Oh, what, that, I get no a... credit for knowing who the Wizards are? <laughs> I don't know, they had a very, very bad team. They used their first pick in the 2001 draft to draft Kwame Brown, who was not good. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> John knows all about bad draft picks. I do. We can get into it. I have a. Uh, we can probably get into it later about that. What you're trying to feed me into. Um. So, what do you think about the book that came out with Michael Jordan that was kind oh, of exposed uh, his gambling Mills. habits? Yeah. I don't know. No, was it, the Jordan Rules was the Pistons rules for playing. Was it called the Jordan Rules? Yeah, I think yeah. the book was called the Jordan Rules. Oh, it was also called that? Okay. Yeah. So, that because that's been something that's been talked about in the media, and Horace Grant feels, feels really, he feels some type of way in the media right now that Michael Jordan called him out, and he says it's not him. He wasn't the one that snitched on the team. So I I don't really know who to believe. I don't know if it's Michael or Horace, but that was kind of you'll an example know. where that's one of the things you'll never know. I think I don't think Michael Jordan and Horace Grant really liked each other very much, which is fine. They're teammates. They don't have to be best friends. I'm not going to kill them for that. But I think it might have been one of those things where Mike didn't like Horace Grant. So as soon as that book came out, it was perfect to kind of blame Horace Grant. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I don't like him. He doesn't like me. It's obviously him. And he just made it up in his mind. I think that's possible. I don't know if that's necessarily what happened. It definitely could be Horace Grant, but who knows? It's probably a mixture of a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'm sure you can't write a whole book on what one person's interaction with this guy. No, I'm sure. 
And I think that's really unfair also to Michael Jordan because just because he's a hard teammate, he wins, you know, that that doesn't make you a bad teammate. He clearly has a bunch of teammates that loved and respected him just because a few didn't like it and decided to trash him in the media for it doesn't make them right, you know? Mm. So I even said it himself. He's like, I get the results I want to get. Exactly. And, you know, all the great like players really something. demand... I'm sorry, Jason. I said some people don't like how he gets the results, but he gets them. Exactly. And I guess that's the thing is if you don't like the results or if you don't like what's happening, you can leave. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're allowed to leave and voice your opinion and voice your disbelief. But at the end of the day, if they win, what does it matter? Is there any uh, any other things you want to talk about with the last dance? Any other things that surprise you? Yeah, things you love something. seeing? Now, you want to get into the players of today's area that we think represent Michael Jordan? Or yeah, why not? All right. Now, I got a handful of players here. Now, I got a few that I think are kind of absurd, but I wanted to make the case. I got one that I know you guys are going to reiterate the topic. We're doing uh, players closest to Jordan. You know what I mean? Like respective sports or? Yeah. Yeah, in their respective sports. sports. Okay, cool. But I, 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 I think it's really tough. My notes. Should we take LeBron and Kobe off the board right now? Because that's a debate that everyone's kind of been having. They, they both have their they're reasons not for LeBron, being. Or they're not the Michael Jordan. They're their own people. Well, I, but I think they're the continuation of Michael. You know what I mean? They were the face of the NBA at their time. And I just meant to well, like. just taking faces of the NBA. We're talking about somebody who's just so completely dominant in their sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like t- for instance, take Simone Biles. Mm. Oh, I saw that yeah. one. Yeah. You want to go with that one? She's well. This is one of my picks. I have like twelve. <laughs> okay. She the pure dominance that this woman is in yeah. the sport of gymnastics is ridiculous. Oh yeah. She has a combined total of thirty Olympic and World Championship medals. Absolutely. That's and ridiculous. I have, I have no idea how old she is. She's 23. I was going to say. I think Usually like people really are done serious. at the age of like 16. She could still compete and win today. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I would want to push back special. against that, but I, I don't think I can because I think in the world of gymnastics, she, she's just as inspirational as Michael Jordan is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and based on like how many like sponsors and everything. Like, yeah, she's, she's a huge name. That popular yeah, she's all over that the place. Kind of similarity Jason. to Usain Bolt in the track world. I also have Usain Bolt on my list, so I'm glad you said it. I mean, well, uh, I'd like to bring up a uh, counterpoint to yeah, this please. in the world of track and field. Michael Johnson. Yes, but his is all tainted because of the steroids. What steroids? Didn't he get? T- am I thinking of a different person? No, you're thinking of this, the other sprinter, the one from Canada. Yeah, it was, uh, Michael Johnson is the 200 and 400 runner. Yeah, he I'm almost positive. he brought he did the Michael thing and made track and field just popular to like everyone, and just made it much more accessible to people in the world. I, I don't know who he is, so he's he, really he, fast. He had the uh, four hundred record up until like a year ago. No, longer than a year ago, or less. Okay. Like the twenty sixteen Olympics. All right. I thought he I, was the one that got hit with. He's um, from Canada, right? Steroids. No, he's American. Oh, really? Yeah, this, this one's American. I could have sworn. Uh, 
Maybe I we'll talk off screen. John, what else you got? All right, so you went with Usain Bolt, obviously, because of his dominance. I got one more that I think is an obvious one, and that's Michael Phelps. Mm. Not, not yeah. only was he dominant in his respective sport, he Can't you know, destroyed the competition, but he also brought swimming to the forefront of you know discussion, and people started paying attention mm. to swimming in the time, and that's not something easy to talk about. So I think Michael Phelps is probably a really good one to uh, talk about. Justin, what do you got next? So, of course, I'm going to go with the phenom, Timo Boll, the table tennis player from Germany. <laughs> Filthy. This man puts on a spectacle every time he steps onto the onto the table. I th- and I think he just he, he's a he's a very famous table tennis player, and he is a joy to watch because he doesn't just play well; he plays with flair and lets anyone who hasn't played table tennis get into it. I can't believe a woman table tennis. I don't even I want better. to talk about that. <laughs> Jason, what do you got? You got another one? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, current day Alex Ovechkin. He's an okay. Older, he's an older looking me. I mean, he's What's super this hockey. Yeah, this is hockey. He's super mm-hmm. dominant. Like the only thing I would pass. Or, what, what were you gonna say, John? I'm s I am I do not mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, Jason. But the only thing I would say is didn't he just win last year? It was his first championship. Yeah, so he and, obviously doesn't have the championship resume, yeah, but like he has what I, everything else. Well what I would say is isn't he someone who got knocked off because of Sidney Crosby, who kind of kept him not at bay? Necessarily, because I don't think Sidney Crosby has many more many championships. He might have two. The only thing I'm saying is I remember Sidney Crosby and him kind of going at it. And I thought Sidney Crosby wants very like that was a big like back and forth because they came in the league around the same time. That's what I was saying. Comparisons. And if you're picking Michael Jordans of hockey, why would you not pick Gretzky? Well, yeah, but I'm thinking like guys that are playing now. Oh, today. So you're saying current, current athletes. That's what I'm looking Uh, at. Like Matt Frazier who won the CrossFit Games in 2016, 2017, count. 2018, and 2019. Those he couldn't count. win this year only because of a virus. Okay. Those don't well, I got, I got one that I think is – he's a little bit older too, but I think his name kind of was at the forefront of his own sport, and that's Dale Earnhardt Sr., who tragically passed away during a race. But I think at his time, he was kind of bigger than his sport and was the face of his sport at that time. And any yeah. disagreements? I'll, I'll give you that one. It, yeah. everyone, everyone knows who Dale was, even before the yeah, before the, the car crash. Yeah, it's, yeah. you knew. It's and Dale. he's kind of a legend of the sport still. So, yeah. If you want to talk about legends of the sports, though, let's talk about Johnny Angier Khan. Oh God, he is a he's from Pakistan. He had an incredible run where he won. 555 squash matches in a row. That's gross. You tell me anyone with a professional streak of that. No. So I, I think Justin really went for the dominant in their own sport category, and I went for bigger than life in their own sport uh, category. This man is bigger than life. He pocketed the World Open six times and the British Open a record 10 times. Wow, you really did some research on this. Justin, yeah. or Jason, do you have another one? Yeah, I will say the last one I have that going back to he doesn't have the championships, but it's not all his fault, is Mike Trout. He will be the greatest baseball player that lives when he retires. 
Okay, that's fair. There's I no think, argument. I mean, I was, yeah, he doesn't have championships, but he is I will argue. the greatest baseball, <laughs> baseball player. player. Oh, please. What do you got? Who do you have to argue a baseball player? Who do I have? None other than Rube Waddle. Oh, God. The Rube. At a time when Cy Young was pitching in the league, he was leading the league in pitching categories. You know, Cy Young, the guy who they invented the award for pitching for. This man was beating him. The only thing that held him back was like crocodile wrestling and marrying many women for no reason. All right. I got a, I got a few more players that I want to name off before we get to Justin. How many more ridiculous players do you have? Uh, three. Three more? All right. Let me get out of the way. Uh, no, you name your three, and then I'll name my obvious ones. Because, Jason, you're done, right? Yeah, I don't, you don't have any. I didn't feel like okay. I could get these down. I, I have one. Well, who's your next one? Are you going to say Tiger Woods? I Oh, I do have Tiger Woods. Yeah, I was going to say Okay, Tiger. well, I have one to compete against that. Because, of course, it is none other than Kim Jong-il, who had a perfect 18 out of 18 holes oh, God. the first time ever playing. You tell me, you can Can you confirm that this is false? Can you confirm that that's true? I don't have to. Right, you have to prove to, me wrong. On to the next one. <laughs> All right. So some obvious ones I got. Uh, I was going to say Tiger. I also have Serena Williams, who's an obvious dominant force in her sport. I also have uh, Floyd Mayweather because he hasn't lost yet. One more I think that is kind of obscure, but I think this this might have to be compared to is Mike Tyson. What do you think? Oh, I thought you were going to say another I, name. No, no, no I, I got to, I have to look into him because I don't know really his like records and how he was. I know he was a spectacle to watch. Tyson. Well, he was kind of bigger than life. You know, everyone knew his name. He as once he got in the ring, he killed people. You know what I mean? He was just that good. Went yeah. away. Obviously, went to prison for a little while. Came back. And has a dominant again. Yeah. So that was kind of my, you know, similar kind of pathway, I guess. If speaking of dominance, of course, you have to mention, you have to Takaru Kobayashi. Oh my God. Flag of the play, Joey Chestnut. No, 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 no. Listen. Okay. Just because his records have been beaten, just as LeBron has beaten Jordan's records, who made. The hot dog eating competition. That's worldwide fair. phenomena. He, that is very fair, yes. And I believe he also then, was the first triple crown of eating. Kobayashi. God. I love how you know this offhand. I <laughs> thought you were going to pick Joey Chestnut. That's why I was ready for a battle. No, I didn't even think of Joey Chestnut. Yeah. But you know, Justin that, Diaz. Not, sense. not the LeBron of the hot yeah. dog eating competition. Because if we're talking on that, of what Kobayashi made it to be, it's not this huge spectacle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. no, that makes a lot of sense. I agree with that. And then this is my last obscure, but actually now that I've been sitting on it, it kind of makes sense. With the so what is my answer? Yes. He took a something that was either relatively popular or something and made it. He was such a larger than life character, such a dominant person in the sport, huge personality. It was great. Who else was that? A little Austrian boy. Named Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> okay. Right. Bodybuilding and then just blew it like, Who would have thought bodybuilding would have went anywhere if it wasn't for this man? That's fair. Fair point. You know what? I'll give you that one. That one's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. That one's I pretty good. That one's 
Good choice. All right. Good choice. Justin, I'm kind of surprised you didn't go here. Uh, J- Jason, I want to hear if you want to disagree with this one, but I got Tom Brady. Yeah, Six rings. As, as sad as I don't want to agree with it, I kind of have to because he's. I mean, he, I don't he, agree with it. You don't agree with it? Really? Why? I don't think. I would say, um, who's the. Who's the whatchamacallit quarterback from uh, Miami? Marino? Patrick? Yeah, Dan oh, Marino. Marino. <laughs> I think Dan Marino would be the Michael Jordan. As far as personality wise, Tom Brady doesn't to me have he's a very vanilla human being. Well, he's he's on all the stuff, you know what I mean? Okay. So you're saying uh you wanna say God, I just blinked on the name. So if you wanna go Tom Brady's the Will Chamberlain of football. All right. Well I got one more so football then I would name. Go with Peyton Manning. Yeah, bigger than yeah. life. Pretty he's he's a face that everyone knows. He's always out there doing shit. He's a hell of a football player. And like a good neighbor, he's always there. Exactly. Well, and it's John, interesting that you said that, Justin. This one I know is crazy. All right, I'm doing this a little bit because it's I'm a little biased as a fan, oh, but I want to I want to make an argument terrible. for this. No, no, I want to make this argument. I want to make this argument. All right, oh, okay. and I think that's I think this is a little fair. So Aaron Rodgers, I think, is Jordan if Jordan never got Pippen. So I think Jordan obviously had a lot of help in the front office that made him, you know, obviously he was already a dominant force, but he was getting knocked out in the playoffs before he got help. Kind of like how Aaron Rodgers hasn't had a defense to help him win in the playoffs. You know, he, he'll he go to the divisional round or the championship round or lo- even lose in the wild card round. But that's because he hasn't really had a defense to help him out. I think he has an inept front office in Green Bay that hasn't really, you know, contrary to where Chicago was able to make smart decisions to bring in Dennis Rodman, a uh, controversial figure at the time. But they knew that they can make him a great player, you know, similar to how Tom Brady has a really good front office that knows to get certain players that fit their system. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has ever really had that. Now, I also make this comparison. I think you can all agree whether or not you think Aaron Rodgers is the best player of all time. Aaron Rodgers has another gear, you know, that all the greats have. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, whatever. Whenever you think like they're out of the game, they always have a way to just kind of click and take over. And I don't think that's debatable. You know, you could talk about the Dallas game, the Hail Marys in Arizona and uh, Detroit, whatever it is. I think Aaron Rodgers kind of took over for that. So I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of similar to Jordan. Also in there was articles that came out last year that he's a little bit of a, an asshole to his teammates. He's very hard on his wide receiver court. He demands the best kind of similar to how Jordan is, how he's very hard on his players because he, because he holds them to his standard, which I think is the same kind of situation. Like I think Aaron Rodgers has the same mindset as Jordan. He wants to win at all costs. He wants to make as much money as possible. So a lot of people kill Aaron Rodgers for always going for the highest contract. But I think that kind of has to deal with setting a precedent in the NFL, because if you are the highest played player, that means players who kind of get closer to you also have to get paid. And it kind of helps out other players in the league at that position. So I just, I want to make the case that I think Aaron Rodgers is similar to Jordan without maybe the, the Super Bowl championships, because I think he's had, a front office that hasn't helped him in the way that Jordan had to help. Uh, I'm going to vote two things. I'm going to vote bullshit on that defense because they had a top 10 defense this year, John. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. According 15th. to the football reference. No, they had a top 10 defense in 
passing defense, but they did not have a top 10 defense so I in rush at, defense. I at total defense, and, and they were top 10 in takeaways with 25. Yeah, but you have to look at the their run defense is what got run over. You have to remember, they, they Jimmy Garoppolo... Oh, yeah, what, I know. I know they, ran all, they ran all over him. Yeah, that's the thing is they they've never they one they only had one top ten defense and that was in two thousand nine, and then after that he's only had one Super Bowl when he hasn't had a really good defense. Just now just is when he they're finally getting a good defense. That's the problem. He's, he's just, just not good enough. Binder, tell me if I'm wrong here, and I Dude. say this as a compliment. I don't think Rodgers is the Michael Jordan of football. Mm-hmm. I would consider him the Allen Iverson of football. Kind of great but maybe doesn't have the championship no, no, it's right great, it's great but doesn't have the either the, just, the, bad just championships or, yeah that's fair yeah that's i mean because you you look at the playoffs that aaron Rodgers has been in and the times he's lost it's you know it's an overtime when he doesn't get the ball back or certain situations like that now i know that's an apologist or but i think ran over well, they got run over because they don't you know their defense <laughs> he doesn't play defense you know look well, at patrick should. mahomes who won the Super Bowl? That he should play That's defense. His problem. But I think we can all throw him out their linebacker. Problem no, they solved. needed a defensive line. But I think you know Patrick Mahomes didn't play well in the Super Bowl, but because his defense kept him kind of in it, Patrick Mahomes was kind of made able to make his his comeback in the second half. Which Aaron Rodgers, if you remember, put up more than twenty points in the second half, but because the defense let it get out of control so so quick, you know, they weren't able to win it. That's just my argument. I know that's crazy. Yeah, I know he's not the Jordan of the NFL. Like I'll give him Iverson. Yeah, that's probably fair. I, I, I mean, if Rodgers was able to make maybe make two more Super Bowl appearances or win two maybe more, Carl like Malone. Nah, because he Carl Malone doesn't have a ring. Rodgers has a ring. Yeah, Malone yeah, Iverson doesn't have a ring. Who has one title? That's filthy. Maybe. Like that. I don't know. Maybe you want to say like. So you want superstars with NBA superstars with one title. Hmm. Yeah, but it's also not fair because one player can take over a game in the NBA, whereas the NFL, you need an entire team to do well in order to win, you know? Yeah, basically. Hmm. So I don't know. That that was just my argument. I threw it out there as a fan. I, I don't think it was bad. I think it was an okay I take. You know what I mean? It wasn't a crazy take. Just, just you know, what, I don't think I, I cannot think of an NBA superstar with just one title. title. They either have mm-hmm. or multiple. Because I mean, all the greats from back then, like the Birds, the Magic, the Ewings, the Barkley. Well, those are different, but like Ewing, Barkley, Malone, Stockton, like they all have no titles. They've never won. Iverson doesn't have a title, right? No, I don't think so. Won. No, yeah. they lost to the Lakers. That's all I got, though. I just want—I wanted to make that last one, but I think my list was pretty good. Other than that, if you, because I had Phelps, Earnhardt, Usain Bolt, Serena Williams, Mayweather, Tyson, Tiger, Brady. Yeah, I don't remember half the people I just said before. Because <laughs> you went one way with your list, and that's yeah, the podcast, everybody. Most of the people that I had, except like two. <laughs> well. Uh, if you guys disagree with our list, if you want to email in your players that you think most closely resemble Mike Jordan of their respective sports, uh, email in at hottakesandbeerbreaks at gmail.com. Follow us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. You can also comment on any of the pictures, any of the videos, anything. 
and uh, we'll read them out. Maybe if we get a bunch of responses, we can talk about it. If you liked one list over the other, I'm sure Justin's list is going to be a, a huge oh, sell. That's a fan favorite. <laughs> he went with hot takes on that one. But uh, thanks for listening. I think that's the podcast for this week, right? Yeah, definitely. All 17 hours of it. <laughs> thanks, guys. Right, Bye.